tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.
Good evening, everyone. This is Gloria, and this is your call to worship for the second Saturday in October. It's October the 12th, 2019. And welcome to the Saturday evening worship service of Refuge from the Storm Church. We bring you greetings on behalf of our pastor, Reverend Dr. Millicent Black, and the Refuge from the Storm Church family. Again, welcome to all of our returning listeners and members and all of our new listeners, we say welcome. As for God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord is proven. He is a shield to all who trust him. And we want to remind you that Refuge from the Church uh, Ministry 
is a ministry of hope, encouragement, and purpose, and it's our desire to reach TIs in North America and around the world. And when Pastor actually planted the church, it was her desire to provide a safe place for TIs to come and join with other TIs to be encouraged and refreshed as we worship the Lord. So God is altogether holy, pure, and righteous. Indeed, he is a consuming fire. Thus, let us offer to God acceptable worship with reverence and awe. O come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our maker, for he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. And remember, God is working out everything on our behalf. Again, welcome, and please come again next Saturday and bring another TI, a supporter, a family friend, along with you. And again, we say welcome. Now today, we want to introduce our worship serving team, which will consist of our pastor, Reverend Dr. Millicent Black, and we have today Minister Juanita Purdy, who will declare the preach word today, and please pray for her as she prepares to come and offer what God has given to her to encourage us. Our worship leader will be Elder Carolyn Cunningham, and Elder Carolyn will also extend our, uh, our, our um, moment for giving. And Minister Juanita Purdy will extend our invitation to discipleship. Today, as always, our uh, talk show manager is Sister Helena Thompson, and Sister Cheryl Miller Harvey serves as the assistant talk show manager. And I'd like to remind you that Sister Helena uh, has prepared a prelude to worship that begins about 15 minutes prior to worship service. So if you would like to come and listen to some beautiful music as you settle into your meditation time before worship service, please come at that particular time. And Sister Helena will also lead us to the throne of grace with altar prayer today. Now a quick reminder of our upcoming uh, gatherings for the week. October, please don't forget, is our Pastoral Appreciation Month. And the last Sunday in the month of October, we will celebrate Pastor Millicent's third pastoral anniversary. And also our theme for this year is for such a time as this. And it's based on Esther, the fourth chapter, the 14th verse. And that reads, For if you remain completely silent at this time, relief and deliverance will arise for the Jews from another place, but you and your father's house will perish. Yet who knows whether you have come to the kingdom for such a time as this, for such a time as this. So during this special time, we all have a chance to express our gratitude, appreciation, and offer encouragement to Pastor Millicent for stepping out on faith and following the leading of the Holy Spirit and the call of God to plant the church and for her devotion, dedication, and faithfulness to this ministry. So please don't miss an opportunity to show love to her personally. 
if you would like to uh, share any love with her in any form or fashion and you don't know how to do that, just reach out to me or anybody on the ministry team. If you'd like to reach me in specific, please uh, reach out to Gloria at refugefromstorm at aol.com. And if you'd like to send her something, I can give you her mailing address, and we'll be sure that she would uh, get that love, okay? So thank you very much. Or you can, uh, if you'd like to reach out to her on our website, that's refugefromthestormchurch.org if you'd like to send her a note. Please join us on Wednesday night, that's October the 16th, for our small group Bible study. We are returning to our International Sunday School lesson series for our study. Uh, the subject of this week's lesson will be Blessed for Faithfulness, and an alternative subject title is Active Faith and it uh, will be coming from the scripture background, 1 Kings, the 17th chapter, the 8th through the 16th verses. So again, the title will be Blessed for Faithfulness, coming from 1 Kings, the 17th chapter, the 8th through the 16th verses. Also, Pastor Millicent wants to remind you that we continue with our early morning intercessory weekday prayer call. That's on Wednesdays. Thursdays, and Friday mornings. Our, our scheduled start time is 6.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 5.30 a.m. Central Standard Time, and 3.30 a.m. Pacific Time. Please join us uh, when you can. Also, <clears throat> excuse me, I want to make you aware, and hopefully you have noticed in the newsletter, that uh, Minister Juanita Purdy, the um, lead of our prayer team ministry, has scheduled a special intercessory prayer time of wailing prayer where we will call out to God for uh, those things that are burdening, burdening our heart for prayer. This will uh, begin October the 18th. That's Friday, October the 18th at 9 p.m., through Saturday, October the 19th at 5 a.m. And the talk to you line will be open during that uh, time frame. You don't have to be present the entire time, but some portion of that time, uh, we invite you to come and join in uh, as you can for a time of praying and crying out to God, uh, singing, praying, and uh, perhaps even testimonies to God as Pastor Juanita leads us. And prayerfully, at some point during the service today, either Minister Juanita or Pastor Millicent will give us more information. And hopefully I'll be able to send out a, a, a reminder flyer during the week. Through the rest of the year, our, our monthly prayer focus continues to be our spiritual and numerical growth in the body of Christ, in particular here at Refuge from the Storm Church where we continue to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness as we lift up Christ and he will draw all men unto him. We continue to pray for a continued spirit of unity. Uh, we continue to pray for the spirit of outreach, the spirit of benevolence, the spirit of hospitality, and a burden for intercession according to God's will. Uh, if you follow along in the newsletter, we have our daily prayer guide. And uh, I'm sorry, there was a little snafu 
pastor call it to my attention, but for some reason in the late hours, I still made an error with the dates on that particular uh, daily prayer guide. Please forgive me. But if you follow along with the prayer guide, you'll be uh, praying along with the morning prayer team. If you need prayer during the week, please reach out to us on the website at refugefromthestormchurch.org, and your prayer uh, request will go to Pastor Millicent and Minister Juanita Purdy. All you can reach out to us at our uh, church email address, refugefromstorm at aol.com. Okay, now once the service has begun, men, uh, I always want to say Minister Cheryl, maybe that's what she is, Minister Cheryl, Sister Cheryl, will mute uh, everyone except the ministry team to guard against any unwanted intrusions to the service. So please note that everyone will be muted once the service has begun. So I thank you for your attention to the announcements. Now we will go higher in worship service, and we do ask the Holy Spirit who is with us to stir us up both um, in our praise, our worship, and our music, and our prayers, and our preach word, and where you are in your homes as we invite him to just take over this service. So after a beautiful recorded song has been played, um, Elder Carolyn will come and lead us through the rest of the service, and we ask that the Holy Spirit visit you where you are, and we have a great service today in the Lord.
Good afternoon, all worshipers on this call. Please excuse me if I start coughing. I caught a bad cold this week. The scripture today is taken from the first book of Timothy, chapter 6, verses 6 through 19. Now godliness with contentment is great gain, for we brought nothing into this world, and it is certain we can carry nothing out. And having food and clothing, with these we shall be content. But those who desire to be rich fall into temptation and a snare and into many foolish and harmful lusts, which drown men in destruction and perdition. For the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil, for which some have strayed from the faith in their greediness and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. But you, O man of God, flee these things and pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, patience, gentleness. Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life, to which you were also called and have confessed the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. I urge you in the sight of God, who gives life to all things, and before Christ Jesus, who witnessed the good confession before Pontius Pilate, that you keep this commandment without spot, blameless until our Lord Jesus Christ appearing, which he will manifest in his own time. He who is the blessed and only potentate, the King of kings and Lord of lords, who alone has immortality, dwelling in unapproachable light, whom no man has seen or can see, to whom be honor and everlasting power. Amen. Command those who are rich in this present age not to be haughty, nor to trust in uncertain riches, but in the living God who gives us richly all things to enjoy. Let them do good, that they may that they be rich in good works, ready to give, willing to share, storing up for themselves a good foundation for the time to come that they may lay hold on eternal life. Let us pray a prayer of St. Augustine's from the prayer book, Episcopal Prayer Book. Grant us patience, O Lord, to follow the road you have taken. Let our confidence not rest in our own understanding, but in your guiding hand. Let our desires not be for our own comfort, but for the joy of your kingdom. For your cross is our hope and our joy now and unto the day of eternity. Holy God, your knowledge of me exceeds what I grasp or see in any moment. You know me better than I know myself. Now help me to trust in your mercy, to see myself in the light of your holiness, and grant me the grace that I may have true contrition, make an honest confession, and find in you forgiveness and perfect remission. Lord Jesus, who traveled with the disciples on the road to Emmaus, be with us on the way that we may know you in the scriptures, in the breaking of bread, and in the hearts of all whom we meet. I give you thanks, God, 
for all that is good in this day. I ask you, Lord, for mercy on my sins and omissions this day. I seek your peace in my home and in all the world. Yours, O Lord, is the day. Yours also is the night. Grant that the Son of Righteousness may abide always in our hearts to drive away all wicked thoughts and to relieve our fears that we may always know the light of Jesus' presence. O Lord, support us all the day long until the shadows lengthen and the evening come and the busy world is hushed and the fever of life is over and our work is done. Then, in thy mercy, grant us a safe lodging and a holy rest and peace at last. Amen, 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 and amen. Now let us listen to a recorded praise and worship song, which will be followed by the altar prayer. Sister Helena will deliver, will offer the offer prayer today.
Heavenly Father, we just thank you for today. One who was able to make it here today for everyone on the call today. We do pray that you reign of your Holy Spirit will fall upon us today, each and every one. Lord, you see each need. You know each prayer request. And I pray that you will hear each and every one and meet each and every need. For we have no one else to turn to but you, Lord. And we're so grateful that we have you. We're thankful for all that you are and who you are in our lives and here in our church. We thank you, Lord, for your presence that is already here with us. And we just ask that you continue throughout the service with all that is said or sung, Father. We just pray that your Holy Spirit move in each and every home, that no matter where we are, we're spread out throughout the nation, Lord, but you live within each one of us, and we can call upon you in unity, Lord, as we do in believing as one that you are the God of all the answers to every question that we have. You know each prayer, and you have the answer to each and every one of those as well. Lord, we just pray today for those who were not able to make it today, that you will bless them where they are right now. May they feel the presence of your Spirit. The Savior, we just pray today for those that are lacking, Lord, of any kind, whether it is a lack of finances, a lack of physical healing, Father God. I pray, Father, for those who are suffering in every manner here on the call and around the world, Father God. Those that are in physical pain, we believe, Father, for a physical touch and your healing balm to just come in and just heal each and every one of us, Lord. We just praise you, Father, for those of us that do have a roof over our heads and that we still have food to eat. And we pray for those who don't, Father God, those that are hungry today, those that are calling out your name and in need of help or are hungry or have nowhere to live. We ask you, Father God, for Rhonda. And we ask that you, Father God, will supply her with a ride before her scheduled time. Lord, as she does have a destination to finally go to and a job that will be waiting for her, Lord, and we thank you that you are the God of answered prayers. And sometimes we don't see your hand moving, but Lord, we trust that everything happens in your time and in your way, and sometimes it's hard go through the waiting part. But Lord, we wait on you and we trust you and we know that every situation here, each and every individual has its own time for healing, for restoration. We just ask that you come soon, Father, for many are suffering and we need your hand of mercy and your grace, precious Lord. 
just pray that you take over the service today. We ask that you just minister through Minister Juanita as she brings forth your word, that your Holy Spirit will lead and guide her in all that she has to relate to us that you have placed in her spirit. Father, we just pray for our pastor, Millicent, and we thank you for her, and we thank you, Father, that you birthed this church within her spirit. We pray today that as she sits with her mother, that they will both be able to rest peacefully, to hear your word, to be blessed by your word, every song that is sung. Father, I speak peace into their home right now, that your spirit will just descend upon the both of them. I'm asking you to please, by the end of this month, that you will surely impart into Pastor Millicent how much she is appreciated by her congregation, that she will know that she knows that we love her and appreciate all that she does, all that she stands for, all the times that she has taken. Each and every one of us. And I am one is very grateful for all the time she's taken from me. And I know she's been tired, but she's taken that time to minister to my needs as she does to others, Lord. So we just pray, Father, that you fill her with your power and your strength, your blessings be on her in every way that you will fulfill every need that she has, that you will physically give her strength each and every day, that you will give her peace in the night, Sleep when she needs to, enough, Father, to carry her through the day. We pray, Father, for all of us that suffer with lack of sleep, that you will break through the enemy. And we pray it in Jesus' name for those of us that need to sleep more. Father God, we just pray that you will just open those gates for us and give us sweet sleep and slumber, Lord. We pray for all the eyes here on the call around the world, Father God, that this end will come soon, Lord, that this destruction will just be brought down in Jesus' name, Father God, crushed to the ground never to rise again. So we pray again for our stalkers, and we ask that you will touch them, minister to them, Throughout the service even, Lord, that they may hear a song, that they may hear something that will touch their spirit, that may draw them to you, Lord. And during the week, I pray that you would help us to be an example of who you are in our lives, that they may come to know you as their personal Savior, that they will be willing to set aside the evil that they have joined into Father God. We pray in your precious name, Father God, that your will be done in all of our lives, that you will please give us the direction, our pastor, Father, those of us 
that belong in this congregation, we ask for your wisdom and discernment of your will, Father, that you will lead this church further and deeper into you, Father God, that this church will rise up and be a beacon in the uh, world of darkness, Father God, in a world that needs you, Father. And we pray that those that need to hear from you will be drawn in whatever way you have to show them, either through someone that they may know, through our website, through whatever means that we are advertising in. Lord, I pray that you will draw more people to us that need to hear your word, that need to be healed, that need your healing touch, Father, for there is so much hurt and pain in our world right now. And we pray for the leadership of our country. We pray for our president today, that you too will give him wisdom and discernment in every decision that he makes, that it will be for the good of our country, for those in leadership underneath him, for those in the federal level, the state and city levels. Father, we just pray that you do your work. And every decision that they make, we pray, will be of benefit to your people, Father. For so many have come against you. There is such a rebellion against the Christian people in our country and around the world, Father. There are those that are suffering for your name's sake. We pray for those in prisons, Father, that you minister to them today, that you will unlock the doors and set them free. We pray, Father, for any PIs that are either in prison and mental health facilities. Lord, that you will minister to them, that you will send someone to them that will spread your word and that they will accept you, Father, as their personal Savior. For anyone on our call today that has not yet done so, we pray that you will pull at their heartstrings, Father, and that you will just minister to them and draw them to you. We pray for you to pour out your blessings throughout this service today, and we thank you in advance for the prayers that you have already answered and for those that are yet unanswered but are on the way, Lord, in your time. And we give you all the glory, the honor, and the praise in your precious name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Thank you, Sister Nina, for that passionate and beautiful prayer to our Lord on behalf of all of us who are targeted. Now, next, Pastor Millicent will deliver an invitation to giving. Good afternoon. If you are a listener and you believe that this ministry is a blessing to you so much so that you would be willing to commit to become a regular part-time uh, partner or to give on a one-time basis to financially support this ministry, we invite you to give. 
The first words of the Bible are about God's own generosity. God gave us the gift of a beautiful creation, a home, the good green earth, and the animals that live here with us. On this spring, well, this fall evening, we come together to thank God and to offer our gifts so that the ministry of this church will continue to grow and be a blessing to the world. If you would like to make a, con a contribution, feel free to go to our website where you will be able to have a link to our electronic giving source, which is called Tively, or you may mail a check or money order to Sister Gloria Sterling McGill. And if that is your choice, feel free to contact the church at refugefromthestormchurch.org or either one of us per the email addresses that you will find in your newsletter. Again, we pray that this ministry is a blessing to you and not just a blessing, but such a blessing that you want to become a regular partner in the financial support of this church. Thank you. Thank you, Pastor. Now, Sister Kim will offer an expression of appreciation and encouragement for Pastor Millicent as we continue to celebrate Pastor the pastor this month of October. Hello. Uh, can you hear me? Yes. Um, yes, I'm grateful that God brought Millicent into my life, and I'm grateful that uh, she, she trusted me enough to contact me back after I initially contacted her. Um, I uh, saw a video of with her on it on uh, the internet, and then I looked her number up and contacted her, and she was uh, kind enough and trusting enough to call me back. And I really believe that that changed my life at that point in time in my life. I, I'm just so thankful. Um, she was generous enough to spend her time talking to me and counseling me on the phone and texting me uh, at night. Uh, she spent, she just, she was generous with her time and helped me uh, through many difficult times. Um, I just picked up the phone and called her and uh, she tried to give me as much a time as she could of hers, uh, unselfishly just giving me uh, whatever time I needed. And um, I'm so grateful for that. Uh, I had many questions, and she uh, was able to communicate um, to me God's plans, uh, he taught it in the Bible and, and, and just convey that to me and in her counseling and I'm uh, it's just very valuable um, and uh, Millicent was 
a, a valuable reference source to me and others, I'm sure, um, as I knew I was new to the community. Um, for education and knowledge on God's word is extensive and uh, it's, she's been given the gift of spiritual wisdom and, and to be able to counsel us is uh, something that the ministry, uh, we're just so grateful to have her and um, and to be leading the, the ministry here. Um, consistently encourages us to love others and forgive others, and she's an example herself of this. Um, Melissa is committed to serve God and committed to continue God's plan for his ministry and persevere through. Um, we just, we just uh, are grateful that she is so diligent at following God's instruction for his plan for this ministry. And uh, we just, uh, just want to thank her for doing all that she does for us and uh, as it also was expressed in the altar prayer. Um, that I can testify that she's been there for me as well in the same way uh, that it was expressed in the altar prayer. And um, we just want to thank her for being so determined to continue God's plans. And uh, we're blessed to be part of the ministry and to have known Pastor Melissa. And we just want to Thank God for bringing her to us. And we're excited to just continue to work with her uh, in the ministry. And uh, thank you, Melissa. We just appreciate all you've done. Thank you. Thank you, Sister Kim. Amen. Amen. Let us prepare our hearts to hear the word of God by listening to a praise and worship song. The message today will be delivered by Minister Juanita Purdy. Thank 
Lord, we'd like to call you Jesus. Jesus. That's what we call you, yeah. You were born in a manger. But on a tree, you died to save call him Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Oh, how we love to call his name. Amen. I am always, I mean, this is one day that I absolutely look forward to. God is so good and I bless him for just an opportunity, excuse me, to just be a mouthpiece for him in this situation. 
in these conditions, I am extra excited. I bless the Lord for this opportunity, and I just want to take a few minutes myself and say thank you to Pastor Millicent for all that she's done for this ministry, for me and others. Um, I know that she carries her own challenges um, and unbelievable. Her strength is matchless in terms of being able to carry so many burdens. I know she cast them on the Lord. She has to because no human could be able to withstand the, the, the challenges that she faced and do it with such grace and do it with such humbleness and do it with such gentleness and love. So I bless the Lord for allowing our path to meet and that he has for such a time as this connected us together. I want to say that I am very thankful for her allowing me to come before you to be used as a vessel for the Lord. This, I understand, is part of my training ground, and I appreciate the opportunity that she gives me every month that allows me to be fashioned and designed and shaped by God. I have seen how God has given her victory despite the aversions of her enemy. I declare that every enemy is defeated in her life in Jesus' name. We declare that. We declare it as a church body, as a whole, that every enemy, we are coming together unified as one, and we're declaring that the enemy is defeated, is trumped, is destroyed out of her life in Jesus' name. Pastor Millicent, I know great is your reward. And we will keep pressing our way through the enemy's camp, reclaiming everything that was illegally taken from us in Jesus' name. We reclaim your health. We reclaim your strength. We reclaim your freedom. We reclaim your peace. We reclaim your sleep. We reclaim your finances. We reclaim your relationship. We reclaim your youthfulness in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. We bless the Lord. And I just wanna thank each and every one of you all who have come out this Saturday morning, uh, not Saturday morning, Saturday evening, and have come together, joined together in worship and praise and seeking the face of our God, Abba Father. I tell you, there is power in the unity of the saints. 
And when we have that opportunity to do so, it is empowering for each of us in every way. And I know that it pleases God. So I just thank the Lord for this opportunity. And I just ask God to bless uh, Pastor Millicent for her heart, for her desire, and for her tenacity to continue to push forward uh, with this ministry. Amen. Well, I'm coming to you today from Matthew's, the 16th chapter, and the 13th through the 19th verse. So I am going to read that, and then we'll go into the message. So once again, it is Matthew's, the 16th chapter, the 13th through the 19th verse. <clears throat> and it reads, when Jesus came to the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, who do people say the Son of Man is? They replied, some say John the Baptist, others say Elijah, still others Jeremiah or one of the prophets. But what about you? He asked, who do you say I am? Simon Peter answered, you are the Messiah, the son of the living God. Jesus replied, blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah. For this was not revealed to you by flesh and blood, but by my Father in heaven. And I tell you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades will not overcome it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth, will be bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Amen, amen. We just bless the Lord for the reading of that word. The title of this message is Mindset Matters. Mindset Matters. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Holy Father, Holy Father, we thank you. We thank you, Father God, for every opportunity, every day, every moment of the day that we can dwell in your presence. Oh God, we thank you. We are so honored that you are with us. You said you would never leave nor forsake us. You know our thoughts, you know where we are, you know our needs. So God, I thank you that we can have the confidence in you that nothing is gone unseen or unheard or undone, that your eyes have not viewed, hallelujah. And I thank you, Father God, that you have already said you, you know the beginning from the end. 
from the very first to the very last, you're there. And I know that all points in between, God, you got this. And I thank you. I thank you, God. I pray, Father God, for the Holy Spirit to rise up. Touch the heart of all of us, Father God. Open our spiritual ears and our spiritual eyes and give us that spiritual insight. God, hallelujah. Soften the soil of our souls, God. Holy Ghost, we depend on you. And you know that when the seed is sown, if our hearts are not ready or if our hearts and our souls are not softened, you know what happened to the seed. So we're asking you right now because God, we want a, a manifest 100-fold return on the word that is planted in us. Hallelujah. So I thank you right now, Holy Ghost, for working it out in each of us. And even as I speak the words, Lord, I ask that you, Father God, you direct them in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We give you glory. We give you glory. We give you honor. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mindsets matter. Mindset matters. Whether it's one, two, of all of them, it matters. I was reading an article from that had quoted from a book entitled put your mindset to work in the quote it referenced your mindset as what you see think and believe it is the internal lens through which you see and navigate life Mindset influences everything you see as well as everything you do. It goes on to say that mindset is who you really are at your core. In Matthew's, the 16th chapter, the 13th through the 19th uh, verse, when Jesus came to the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, who do people say the Son of Man is? If you notice, he asked them about the other people view. They started to name various likeness to whom the other people identified Jesus as as but then he asked the most important question to his disciples he said but what about you who do you say i am we are going to examine a sequence of events that led up to this particular um, 
story in the Bible. Prior to this question in chapter 15, mostly, um, but we know that from the very beginning of Jesus' birth, it was miraculous, but particularly in chapter 15, prior to getting to 16, Jesus had done a whole host of miracles. Some of the things that he did was the healing of the Canaanite woman's daughter when she was possessed by demons. Even though she was not a direct benefactor of Jesus' purpose at the time, he also fed 4,000 men that did not include the children and the women in Galilee. After he healed many of being lame, the lame walked, the mute started speaking, the cripple were made well, and blind eyes were open. And then he fed them. 4,000 men plus children and women with seven loaves, a bread and a few fishes. So we see that he has done these miracles in 15. So the next event is when the disciples decide they was going to test Jesus, the, not the disciples, but the Pharisees and the Sadducees decide that they were going to test Jesus, asking him to give them a sign from heaven as if he had not done enough already. However, through Jesus' response, we see um, that he said, no. We see that those whose hearts are not right, he called them wicked and adulterous people. Said they will not be able to see or perceive the glory of God. They couldn't see it. They couldn't perceive it because they were looking the wrong way. The Bible tells us in Psalms 19, one through four, verses one through four, the heavens declares the glory of God. The skies proclaim the works of his hand day after day. Now, Jesus was doing miracles right in front of their face. But if that wasn't enough, they should know. I mean, we see the miraculous glory of God every day. So the scripture tells us in Psalms 19 that the heavens, they pour forth speech. Night after night, they display his knowledge. There is no such speech or language where their voice of God's glory is not heard. Their voice goes out into all the earth, their words to the end of the world. So these Pharisees and Sadducees 
are asking for signs that are all around them and in their face, yet they wanted to test Jesus. So he said, the only sign you will get is the sign of Jonah, in which we know that that was the resurrection of Jesus, the three days and three nights. We know that Jonah was in the belly of the well for three days. So he said, that, that's the sign you're going to get. But then Jesus turned to his disciples and he said, and he warned his disciples of that dangerous dogma. They were Pharisees. They studied the law. They were Sadducees. They sat on the council of the Jewish community, the Jewish Jews governing body. However, they preached a dangerous dogma. They taught a dangerous dogma. The so-called principles, their so-called principles, their belief and their precepts challenged what God was doing on this earth through Christ. So Jesus went on to say it wasn't necessarily about the miracles but about the mindset of those who don't believe or receive him versus those who do. He is reminding them to be aware and be alert to the manipulations of those ideas that discredit God's miraculous work in power. He was letting them know that God's ability, his willingness has no limits. Oftentimes we have to be ever so mindful because the world will have us believe that God is limited. He is limited in what he can do. But God can transform any condition, circumstance, situation, issue, or problem that you may be facing. We take refuge in the Lord. Nahum, a minor prophet in the Old Testament, who prophesied to the destruction of Nineveh, which was the capital of the Assyrians, who was Israel's, one of Israel's enemies in the, um, the latter days. He said in chapter one, verse seven, he said, the Lord is good, a refuge in times of trouble. He cares for those who trust in him. Paul writes in Ephesians 6 and verse 10, he says, Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Let 
that word finally be our faith in God to be the end all to end all kinds of targeting and harassment. Don't just perceive your trust in God as a way to just maintain. Let your faith and trust in God be the finally that Paul makes reference to. Let the finality be your strength in the Lord and in his mighty power, despite what may be happening around the world or in, in your backyard. We have a God who is mighty to save. Zephaniah said it in chapter 3, verse 16. On that day, they will say to Jerusalem, that day was the day of restoration for the faithful remnant of Israel. So he said, do not fear, O Zion. Do not let your hands limp. The Lord your God is among you. He is mighty to save. He will rejoice over you with gladness, and he will quiet you with his love. He will rejoice over you with singing. I gather those among you who grieve over the appointed feast so that you will no longer suffer reproach. We declare that day to be our day in Jesus' name. So getting back to the book of Matthew, Jesus is cautioning the disciples to stay away from rhetoric or dogma that minimize the power of heaven operating in their life or in this earthly realm. So of course, there came the test. After he taught them that, there came a test. Always know this. When you have received the teaching, there is going to come a test. After the test come, after the teaching comes the test. So you always want to study for the test. Matthew tells us that Jesus came to the region of Caesarea, Caesarea Philippi. That region would be considered a red light district of today. Jesus used the gates of hell term because that area was known as a place of worship for the pagan god of Pan. It had a cave at the bottom of a cliff where pagans believed that its entrance was the gates to hell. And these pagans would commit sexually immoral acts with each other and with goats as a way of appeasing the God. So in this very place, 
where the power of Satan is running rampant. Jesus poses this question to his disciples. Who do other people say I am? And next, who do my people say I am? We have to understand that those who don't have a personal or intimate relationship with God will not view him in the same likeness of those who do. Jesus had just warned them about the Pharisees. They did not and could not see Jesus as the son of God who was sent down from glory to redeem us back to God. Their perception of him was limited book knowledge only. That is why Jesus told them in Matthew's chapter 15, verse eight and nine, he said, he read a quote from the Old Testament. These people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. They worship me in vain. Their teachings are merely human rules. So those with a limited mindset or perception could only see him in the likeness of another human that God appointed to do great things. But it's, it certainly cannot just be about doing great things. It can't be just that. Because Jesus said in John, the 14th chapter in the 12th verse, verily I say unto you, he that believes on me, the works that I do, he will do also. And greater works than these, he will do because I go to my father. Then he adds in verse 13, and because you have a relationship with me and you are not committing adultery with the world, whatever you ask in my name, that I will do. That the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. So, as we go back to consider the disciples, he asked them this, testing their perception, their mindset. Who do you say I am? I can only imagine what kind of answers they were trying to come up with. I can't even imagine being asked that question by Jesus. Who do you say? Now I can because I've read the story and I studied the book, but that was a different situation back then. But Peter, who obviously in his passionate love of Christ, it was revealed to him that Jesus was the Christ the long-awaited hope 
sent from the throne room of heaven by our living God, Abba Father. Jesus told Peter that revelation did not come through a flesh and blood relationship. We understand that they had a relationship. He dealt with, I mean, they were going through these, these journeys together. So they had a relationship, a flesh and blood relationship. Just like those of us, and we go through things with our families, we do things with our family. They had that relationship. But Jesus said that that revelation did not come through a flesh and blood relationship. It was from a divine revelation that can only happen when you transform your mind in the likeness of Christ, according to Romans 12 and 2. He, Paul admonishes us to do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed, which means a thorough or drastic change in the form, the appearance, or the character of our minds, a thorough, drastic, dramatic change in the form, appearance, or character of. We are to be renewed in our minds. That means we have to alter those neural pathways in our brain. And in order to do that, you have to participate and change old activities and behaviors. And I want to say, if your routine isn't changing, neither is your mind. It requires, renewal requires energy. And energy is work and actions. Paul writes that only after you have put renewal in action, you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. So we see where Peter's passion for Christ opened him to receive the revelation that started a new era on this earth and a new dimension of existence in this universe. It was the foundation of the church. What a life-changing revelation he received. I want to encourage you, ask God to give you a life-changing revelation. He is still in the business of giving us life-changing 
revelation. He already said that if you believe in him, all you have to do is ask. So Jesus took them to Caesarea Philippi to give them a life-changing experience, a life-changing revelation concerning the power and the authority that they were now being entrusted to use. It is the revelation that we are the conquerors. We have the keys to the kingdom. If we bind the wickedness on earth, then the evil forces that is influencing the wickedness on earth will be bound in heaven. Jesus took them on a field trip of life to plant courage in their minds and their hearts because they were now given heaven's authority to stamp out, break down, and bind the forces of evil at work in this, this earthly realm. Jesus has not relinquished us from that role. What started with Peter continues on, and now the challenge lies with us. Are we going to be that life-changing force that the gates of hell will not prevail against? We have the victory whether we lay claim to it or not. We have the victory. But if we don't take authority, then evil will. I encourage you today, make sure you renew your mind as a victor and not a victim every day. Then live out that victory in your actions. Ask God for the life-changing revelation that will change the circumstances of your life for his glory. Amen. 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 Thank you, Minister Juanita, for your wonderful message of our miraculous God working in our lives to change our mindset. Now, let's listen to a praise and worship song of celebration, which will be followed by the invitation to discipleship. Minister Juanita will present that today.
Amen. Amen. God is here. God is here with open arms for each of us. Each of us. He loves us so much. He is here ready to mend your broken heart. He's here ready to heal you. He is here. He just wants us to reach out to him so that he can start that wonderful work of changing us and changing our situation. So if you are at that place where you're ready, there are some steps that we all have to take to get there. The Bible tells us that we have to confess our sins. There's none of us that's righteous. We all have to confess our sins and be willing to repent. Repent may not be carnal, but sometimes it can be thought processes. Things that we think that really doesn't line up with the word of God. So we have to be willing to repent and turn and open ourselves to see it as God see it. Say it as God wants us to say it and do it the way he wants us to do it. We have to know that Jesus died for us and he rose again. And invite him to be the that source of hope and strength, invite him to be your Lord and Savior in your heart. Pray the prayer of salvation. Dear God, I can't save myself. I know that I'm not where I need to be, nor am I where I want to be. And I ask that you forgive me. I believe that Jesus died on the cross. He paid the price for my sin. So that I can live again. Wash me clean from all sin, shame, guilt, condemnation. Come into my life, Jesus and be my Lord and my Savior. I ask this in Jesus' name. You prayed that in your heart. I encourage you to unite with Refuge from the Storm Church or a Bible-based church in your local community. Read the Bible every day. And also, remain in contact. Email us at admin, A-D-M-I-N, at refugefromthestormchurch.org to become a member. Or for prayer and suggestions on how to start and accelerate your journey through the Bible. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Minister Juanita, for that invitation. 
Now let us listen to a closing praise and worship song, which will be followed by the final remarks and the benediction to be offered by Reverend Nelson.
Amen. 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 What a moving message we've heard this afternoon. Mindset matters. Just this morning, I was being reminded or reminding myself of uh, John 15, verse 3, that says we are washed by the water of the word. And I remember every morning in uh, the early years of being targeted, I would spend hours reading the Bible and, and cleansing my brain of what I did not hear going on in it during the during the night. And now I have lots of vocal and verbal opposition to being able to concentrate, but I tell you what, I still find my way to the Word. However way I can get it, it may be in a devotional that comes by email, it may be from the television set, there are those favorite ones I think that many of us like to watch during the morning, but nothing beats that time with the Lord. Unfortunately, I haven't had any quiet time in my head in 12 years now because I've had the opposition of the voice of God person. However, he gets to go with me to the word on a regular basis. That's um, actually it is daily because one way or the other, I'm going to get some word. And I thank you, Minister Juanita, for reminding us of how change happens. Though those neural pathways get changed, and I, I, and they get changed for the negative by the negativity that we hear and see, and they get changed for the positive by the positive things that we hear and see in the word. You know, it's positive to look at a pretty color. But God promises that the word, in fact, Paul says we're transformed by the renewing of our mind by the word of God. So we know where to go to have that, the, the renewal. We know where to go to give opposition to the, to, the, uh, uh, to the enemy. And we heard from Minister Juanita that renewal takes work and action. But we do indeed want to prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God concerning our lives. And we heard over and over that the word of God is the will of God. So God can transform any situation that we may be facing was another wonderful reminder for us. And 
it's important for us to place our faith in God to do just that. He does the transforming. Thank you so much for just allowing the Spirit of God to use you. And I appreciate all of the kind words that have been spoken by you and by Sister Kim this afternoon. Thank you, thank you, and thank you again. We have a time of prayer coming up this Thursday and Friday. No, this Friday and Saturday, Friday evening, Saturday morning. Um, that I'd like to invite each of you to. I, I do ask that you put some time in your schedule during that those uh, was that 24-hour period where you will attend and participate in this time we all have things that we need to seek god for and we definitely want to spend time seeking god together and it's important there is a corporate anointing that happens when we all put out our spirits together and bring the holy spirit that is resident within each of us to the same place at the same time and being of the same heart and mind and that is to seek the Lord. Over and over, the children of Israel came together to seek the Lord. Esther called for a fast of seeking the Lord, and Jehoshaphat called for a fast of time of seeking the Lord. Ezra brought every, everybody together to just hear the reading of the word. You know why? Because they put them all in the chat in the same mindset. So this Friday evening and through Saturday morning, I invite you to join us for a time of fasting and wailing before the Lord. In the Old Testament, it said, call for the wailing women, because the wailing women were the ones who changed the heart of God. Do join us. Do decide today I'm going to be a part of that prayer time. Even if you don't consider yourself to be a, a, a great prayer warrior, guess what? I don't know if any of us do, but all of us have to start somewhere. So I invite you to come and join us. Thank you, Sister Gloria, for another beautiful newsletter. It is so nice. Those colors are so inviting, so soothing to our spirit. Colors are healing. If you don't believe me, Google color therapy on the internet. See what it says about healing that comes to us by looking at the right color at the right time. So do please avail yourself of not just the colors in the newsletter, but the information in the newsletter. It informs us of, of our, our weekly schedule. It, it tells us how to uh, set our website, have some inspiring scripture and prayers and articles that will give you a boost for your day and for your week. So based on that, I won't regurgitate all of the days that we meet during the week. Yes, I will. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday is our prayer time, starting at 6.30 in the morning. Wednesday evening is our Bible study. We're back in the Bible, studying from the Word of God. That happens on Wednesday evening at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. And again, next Saturday, we'll be back here in celebration of the Word of God. 
think that's all. Am I missing anything, Sister Gloria? We don't want to forget to pray for one another. We each face our mountains. We face our Red Seas. We face our Jordan Rivers on a daily basis. You know, sometimes we used to get, have difficulties every now and then. But it seems like daily we have something. But, you know, we can't be surprised. Uh, I'm trying to think. James said, think it not strange when you have these fiery trials. And Paul told us that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against powers and principalities and the rulers of the darkness of this age and spiritual wickedness in high places. So we cannot forget that we have opposition. Jesus said to himself in John 6.33 to the disciples, in this life, you, in this world, not just this life, in this world, you will have tribulation. But be of good cheer, for I have overcome the world. So we have the overcomer living inside of us. We have the power of God at our disposal, instructing us and, and strengthening us and helping us. And we have each other. So do, do spend some time in prayer for one another. At the end of the, the uh, benediction, when the recording has stopped, we will indeed be waiting to pray with you about any concerns that you have. I also don't want to leave out any of the ministry team. We have some troopers, you all. We have some major, major women who are committed to the church and to the God we serve. Minister Carolyn came and has done a marvelous job in spite of battling with some some bugs, some virus. Uh, Sister Helena took us to the throne of grace in great fashion once again, in spite of sending me an email earlier saying I'm so weak I, and, and my, my brain is so foggy. I don't know if I can do the prayer today. But the Holy Spirit, that's something within us, propelled both of them forward today, and they both gave God the glory. Did our Father proud. Thank you, ladies. Thank you, Gloria, for opening us up. I want you all to be reminded that, that Sister Gloria does not do anything without a struggle. And by, the, by Saturday morning, I'm sure she has had a high time trusting God because she gets all kinds of opposition putting the newsletter together, and she's also the editor for the PAX magazine. So if you have not seen that magazine, I encourage you to go to PAX's website and, and purchase one. Purchase them. They're very well done. Uh, this church has a section in it that invites people to join us. Uh, comes out quarterly, and she spends a lot of time giving to the people of God who are currently present in the targeted community. I understand there was a death in the targeted community, Sister Rosemary. Uh, Minister Juanita, tell, me her, tell us her last name. She was from the Pennsylvania area.
she can. Oh, okay. Yeah, can I, you have tell to look, I have to look that up. I'm sorry. I, I can't remember it right off hand. Okay, all right. Uh, but we want to pray for her family as they go through this grieving process. Um, I believe that is all we will have our benediction from uh, our favorite site, Numbers Chapter 6. Father, thank you for this time together again, oh God. We thank you for this day that you have made, Lord, we have made it our determination to rejoice and be glad in it. God, we have come together to worship and praise and give you thanksgiving, oh God, in this day for all that you have done for us and for just being God. Lord, bless Minister Juanita now. Surround her with the angels to minister to her as she has given out of her spirit unto us, God. I pray that you would bless all that she sets her hands to, cause her everything that she does to prosper, oh God. Bless her family and keep them safe is my prayer, oh God. I pray, Lord, for each person that is on the call today, Lord. You know I've struggled. You know, oh God, what we individually deal with, Father. We come together today asking as a family, Lord, that you will run interference on our behalf. We ask you, God, to shut down the, the gaysayers and the naysayers. We pray, oh God, in the name of Jesus, that you will help us, Father God, to love those that hate us, to bless those that curse us, to forgive those who are cruel in their attitude towards us, and to do good, oh God, to all men, especially, and women, especially those who are of the household of faith. Lord, keep us tender and hard. Keep us humble in spirit. Keep us gentle in our answers to one another. Now, Father God, as you instructed Moses to teach Aaron and his son, I use that blessing today on your children, O oh God. The Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. I like the last verse as part of this benediction. And they shall put my name upon the children of Israel, and I will bless them, says the Lord. I invite you to take that blessing seriously. Remind God that his name is upon you, and you are his child. And we expect the blessing of the Lord that makes us rich and adds no sorrow to it, rich in spirit, rich in health, rich in immune system, rich in relationships, rich in our finances, rich in our spirits, and in all that we need in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Am